What up, what up, what up, San Antonio, Austin, Del Rio, people up in Tyler, people up in the Shaw City, people down the whole 305 South Florida region. You are tuned in here to the Friday edition of the Sports Grind. Calvin Casey, Jonas Clark producing, Mr. Sand spinning the one and twos. We are broadcasting here from the Hazel Sky Online Studios. And this first segment of the day is going to be sponsored by Integrity Advisors Agency of Stephen Reese. Stephen Reese is a fully virtual insurance broker who can handle all your insurance needs, whether they're auto, life, home, or renters. All right, And he can find the best rate out there for you because he represents over 40 different carriers for insurance. Give him a call. He'll give you a free quote. The number is 210-641-4000. That is Integrity Advisors Agency of Stephen Reese, official sponsor of the sports grind. 1-800-707-9760 if you know what you want to talk about. Like usual, it is open phone lines. We just ask you to be patient during the long segments and breaks, and we'll try to get to the phone calls accordingly. If you need to reach out to me or follow me or send me a message, you can do that on Twitter, and the handle is at SportsGrind. And don't forget, if you want to uh, participate in the show, leave comments. If you want to stream the show live, you can go ahead and go to the uh, Facebook business page of SportsGrind Entertainment, or you can just go to my personal page and uh, stream the show through there you can leave comments if we don't get to them during the show i'll try to respond to them later and if you ever miss any of the shows live you can always go daily seven days a week all you got to do is go to sportscrimeonline.com and download the daily podcast 1-800-707-9760 what's up mr clark ready to rock and roll yeah all right mr sams what's up fellas how we doing doing all right um I forgot, uh, you know, well, first of all, I'll leave the program announcement, but forgot your cases of Zing uh, Zang. They were, they were there. As a matter of fact, they sent as much as that. I'm, I'm about to, I'm going to bring you some too, Sam, because I know you like to drink. So, cause I, cause it's like, I ain't trying to, I mean, I love Zing Zang, but I ain't trying to die. They sent the whole, had the whole FedEx truck just sticking up. And I, and I was, I didn't get, I, party. I didn't bring it in until like after midnight. I was like, man, I said, we, in this neighborhood, if I leave it out there, they might not take it. And I'll be like, you know what? Nah, man. Not where I'm from. So, yeah, I'd better bring it in. But, yeah, I forgot it. But, anyway. All right. So, uh, real quick. Just I had so my the- stole you last night anyway. It's yeah, okay. I saw you on Twitter. Yeah. I'll be having you check your liver here pretty soon in the next year or so. <laughs> um, anyway. All right. So, just a program announcement. So, next week, uh, we will be here on Monday and Tuesday. But we will be off on Wednesday, Thursday. And back a week from today. So I will remind y'all again on Monday um, and Tuesday, but uh, we'll be here. So we will be here Monday, Tuesday. We'll just be off next Wednesday and Thursday. And it'll probably be a repeat of that schedule uh, next week, the week after, excuse me. So there you go. And if you Uh, lose your notes, that'll be up on Twitter and Facebook as well, what days we're taking off. Yeah, you do a good job of that, better than I ever have. Um but anyway, all right, so today in the sports world, let's see what we've got to get to today as we end the week. We've got a few things circulating out there. Um, of course, uh, Summer League is up and going. Your San Antonio Spurs, they start Summer League basketball tonight. Now, their first pick, ninth overall, you know, he's not going to be playing this summer. Is this what I, I'm hearing this correctly? That is correct. He was in uh, health and safety protocol before the team took off uh, for Vegas, and then they're just not wanting to stress things. Okay. So they have elected not to play him in the Summer League Series, Mr. Okay. Sohan. So this just has to do pre- precautionary 
because of the COVID, because he had got COVID and he was out, right? Well, I think, yes, precautionary on the COVID sense, but I really think it's one of those things we don't want to get him hurt going into this is what the what the team's view on that would be. Is he nursing some type of injury or something? He's, no, no, it's uh, not that I'm aware of, not that's been reported. Okay, because if it's he's just, getting... It's a safety thing, and okay. this is... it. This, again, this is the highest pick since Tim Duncan. Okay, so the my third time we've said this. Th- before. That's what I was leading in. That was my next point I was going to lead to. So, is this guy getting the treatment that we shouldn't see him in Austin at all? Is that what you're telling me? I think that's a fair expectation. If he's not playing in and, the summer, because this is this is essentially a tryout for a lot of guys on the summer league roster. Because okay, hell, even, getting ready for a lot of these guys. This, this is you don't have the veterans that you've had in past seasons taking up a lot of these spots, right? And you've got three guys on rookie contracts. You got Josh Primo. Primo is going to That's be playing. That's what I was going to say. Primo's down there. Yeah, and he's going to be probably the starting point guard. But he's but oh. but he's going to be playing teacher on the court too. He's had mm-hmm. a he's had a year ahead of all the other kids in class, knowing the system down here. Remember last year? I don't think they won a game in summer league. Just people keeping score. And not only that, speaking of summer league, all the other top four or five picks they didn't came out swinging. Everybody looks pretty decent. I mean, I understand the level of competition they're playing against. You know, they're playing against their peers, guys that's in the G League, guys, like Jonas said, trying to make the team. Uh, But Keegan Murray, you know, I talked about Sam's guy the other day. I mean, a lot of these top picks come out swinging. So fast forward to next year, if there's an opportunity where this plan is put in place and, you know, San Antonio is fortunate enough to land in that top three, you would hope you can duplicate that and get you a game changer. Now, um, but Summer League, Detroit, they look pretty good. I mean, they look like they've got some young, deep talent. They look pretty good. But I say, hell, I guess you've been down like Detroit. You're going to stockpile stuff. So there you go. Um, they look pretty good. But it's Summer League. And the, and the only thing I'll say is that the NBA – it was really, I mean, I'm not going to give them totally credit of just being genius, but it is kind of a genius move to, they, when they decide to put the summer league in Vegas. Because, you know, the other day I was saying, you know, that means a lot. When you look like a, when a guy like John Morant that's on his level, when he's there with his summer league team in Memphis and places he could be, but then I start thinking about like, man, that is Vegas. You know, and that's one of those situations that guys will find a reason Hey man, I gotta go down to Vegas, honey. Hey, hey what is it, man? Our team, I'm support the young guys, man. So I was like, the NBA, because that does look good when you have your superstars or your leaders of those teams with guys that might not even make the team, guys that are maybe a couple years away from even impact the rookies. It's just for camaraderie. It's a, it's a good look. So I, I you know, just I was looking at that last night. I was like, man, that's that's a genius for them moving this uh, to Vegas. And of course, I think the next big thing is putting an NBA team in Vegas. Now that's that's going to be a little risky, but it's going to happen. Uh, but you have summer league going on. Other NBA news as well. Um, Dejounte Murray is trending. Um, waste no time to enjoy. Um, the ATL compared to his time in San Antonio. You know, the other thing it pretty much came to my mind, I was like, you know, when I heard about this, um, I haven't seen the footage yet, but I've heard about it. Um, and, and I used to, and you know what, I've, I, I used to go to school with kids like that, that had like strict parents, man. And, you know, your curfew's 10 o'clock. You can't do this and this. But, hey, you know what? They were on a roll. You know, they had scholarship offers. 
And then when they asked, got to Texas Tech and UT, why do you have a GPA that low? Because you know what? Because I got I got some freedom and I don't know what to do. DeJounte, you know, the Spurs have a spur way. But was it what is he spy? Was it Magic City he was down in? Like you wasted no time. There What's hasn't it? been a name drop on the club that he was at. I know like some people are having fun with where that might have been, but he was with a group and he had stacks in his hands. Stacks in his hands, and he's just making it rain on a dancer in front of him. Wow. I would have to bet. I would think if you're gonna if you're gonna make an intro and you're gonna get a uh, uh, you know adapted to the ATL culture, if you're gonna kick it off, you might as well be at Magic City, which is like on my bucket list. I mean, AC knows that you're like, whatever. I won't be there. It's like, hey man, we get to Atlanta, man. You don't have that experience down here. You know, the lemon pepper, Lou wings. Yeah, man. So he was. The, who was he with? Was he with the, the team? Was he with uh, the agency? Was he with the Atlanta players? Or who was in that video? Nobody that sticks out for me or that has been again reported mm. on this one. And, and 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 this is this didn't come from a from. I mean, this isn't verified NBA accounts tweeting this out there. But he has his, it's it's since he's had his haircut, and the report is that this is what's going on now in Atlanta. I haven't seen it on on his social media. Hmm. I don't know who took this video, when this video was taken, but it's making its rounds right now. And the local news scene here has shared it around. So The local, local news scene? San Antonio news scene. What are you trying to say? I'm yeah. just saying it's been shared by accounts of uh, news personnel. You see, he's not no spur. Look at that. Look at that. Look at what he's doing. What the hell is he doing? No, he's young, he's rich, and it's a different atmosphere down there, man. All right? That's Chocolate City, man. Chocolate City of the South, you know? Um, Yeah, we ain't got nothing like down there like that to compare down there. But, so you got that going on. Also, man, there's reports coming out that, you know, allegedly there was an offer made for the Minnesota Twins in Brooklyn. Brooklyn said, y'all want KD? It was Big Cat and three first rounds. And I started thinking, and of course, Minnesota, no way. But I started thinking like, wait a minute now. See, the sticky thing about the KD thing has really come down to the age. Like, I understand that is KD. I think arguably he's probably the best player on the planet right now. I think it's, you know, him, Steph, and Giannis are in the conversation. Um. I would just say that, you know, it's 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 one of those things. I started looking. I was like, well, wait a minute. Why do they like? Why why would people? Why would they shoot that down that fast? Because I understand, you know, Carl Anthony Towns, but I mean, has he led them anywhere? I mean, he's he damn sure can be part of a piece or a central piece to go. But I always say, Carl Anthony Towns, he needed the thing that he's been missing is a coach pop is a Phil Jackson, is uh, probably a Doc Rivers, even though Doc Rivers is leaning on Jesus with his X's and O's, but his motivation to get the best out of player. Hell, I saw a video surface yesterday with Sam Cassell working with James Harden and somebody else. Like, they didn't told James straight up, like, look, man, you done fell off. And if you don't want to get ran out of this town, we need to work in the gym. You need let, let DeJounte go to strip club. You come in here and you get some work in. So, I just feel that's what Carl Anthony Towns has been missing. But is that too much for Kevin Durant? Would you, if you're the GM of Minnesota, would you pull that trigger? 
it depends on when this was floated out there. Uh, do I, if I'm Minnesota, do I still have Pat Beverly? All right. Do I still have? Well, Patrick Beverly's gone. They, I, they I understand, him but that's what you. I'm yeah. asking: is, is this timeline as to when this reportedly came out? Oh well, I'm pretty sure this do is I an still offer have in the Vanderbilt. last three. This is an offer probably in the last three, four days. I mean, we just he just came out a week ago or a week and a half ago that he he wanted a trade. So this that can't mean be that, that conversations old. weren't being had beforehand. Uh, it, it's it's close because it's, the T Wolves aren't on Katie's list that he and th- th- that list came out pretty quick with his two teams. Okay, well, what do you is the deal breaker the three first rounds of Carl Anthony Towns? What's the deal breaker? I think the deal breaker is Cat. Because, because otherwise you've got you've got Carl Anthony Towns, D'Angelo Russell, uh, Kevin Durant, Anthony Edwards. That's. Whew. That's fun. What you, what you what do you think about this deal? Yeah, I mean, I I'm with you. I it wouldn't be a immediate dismissal if I was Minnesota. Yeah, but it would be, it would still be a really hard pill to swallow to trade for a 32 year old Durant and give up Cat when you have that timeline that matches up now nicely with Cat. And Ant and yeah, man, like Ant, like I'm thinking like Katie and Ant, but I, that's the thing. Like I'm not saying they should have done it, but the consensus out there is, wow, what? No, click. I'm like, wait a minute, man. Like you know, because first of all, you got to think, you know, Minnesota has never really been close. I mean, their claim to fame was Kevin Garnett, and Kevin Garnett wasted his youth and years in Minnesota before he was saved by Danny Ainge in Boston. So if you're Minnesota and you feel like you got this phenom at a point guard and and you got some other young pieces, you look like Kevin Durant and maybe we're not done if we add Kevin Durant. It's one of those in certain franchises you might say, let's go all in these next three years. Because it's not like Carl Anthony Towns has finished second in MVP voting. He's won a league MVP. It's not like you, it's not like he's the Djokovic. And trust me, I would love to have Carl Anthony Towns in silver and black. That would definitely be a building block. For if we had him and twenty other first round picks, we're going to trade for over the next year or two years. That would be something. But I just feel like my whole point is I just don't believe how that could have been a quick like what you want that because I'll keep saying this like there these first round picks man are not the same as first round picks in the NFL. They're not. Some of the media trying to spin like, yeah, they're nice to have, but come on, man. There's been a lot of teams with a lot of first round. They're just not, they're not the same. So you have that going on. Kyrie Irving was spotted in LA last night at the Sparks game, WNBA. Of course, you know, people are going to run with that, that, you know, LA's that team that he's trying to get moved to. He recently bought a house out there, uh, for some reports I've seen. And I'm like, Kyrie, man, like, you ain't. I understand you support the women basketball, but you're a person that likes to send subliminal messages. Like to be talked about. Oh, what's going on here? You know, that's another one. And again, we talked about it yesterday. Don't have to really get into it or rehash it today. But, you know, it's finally made, you know, CBS Sports front page. You know, the San Antonio Spurs and that rumor that Wojo put out like on Tuesday that, hey, they could be one of these third teams. And, you know, I forgot who did the article, who wrote it. But I know the guy was just saying, hey, look, the history of this and the league is just saying, hey, Pop doesn't do business with those guys. You know, and it goes way back to those comments that Pop had with Paul Casal. I remember him just being pissed off at Jerry West, like, and really, and you've never heard Pop complain about anything in regards to basketball related. 
So back then, for him to go into Mike say, "Yeah, that that's horrible what they did up in middle," because they he felt like they gave Paul Casal and shifted the whole. I remember he said, "Hey, it shifted the landscape of the Western Conference." So you take that, you take the situation Kawhi, uh, Kawhi, and then now here. But then according to this article, it's like you know, hey, but it could be enticing for him because you could take. Two first rounds from L.A. in 2026 and 27. And by the time the Spurs are getting ready to hopefully get ready to be competitive again, you know, Lakers are desperate for trying to have picks. But the one thing I will say, I am not in the business of with stockpiling a bunch of 26, 27, and 28 future picks. That just doesn't do it for me. Whether you can flip them, whether you, like you said, they're assets, I just don't want to stockpile all that. I just don't. I mean, that's just me and my opinion, you know, in regards to that. But that that was interesting that that finally made uh, major website news today. And also, uh, speaking of that, of course, NFL side, um, definitely got where, you know, keep counting them down. It's taking forever. You know, camp should be starting here pretty soon. Definitely got some NFL news and notes that want to talk about. Um, also, what else? Golf. I don't know if anybody's seen it, but it surfaced the live plane. I guess the private plane that all these guys are. I got, definitely got my take on that. You listen to the Sports Grind, broadcasting here from the Hazel Sky Online Studios. Calvin Casey, Jonas Clark, producer, Mr. Sands. Twos will be back. Ready for a real cocktail? Introducing new Zing Zang ready-to-drink cocktails in a can. America's number one Bloody Mary mix with vodka. Zing Zang margaritas, tequila included, and whiskey sours with real Kentucky bourbon. Ready for no one to have to bartend. Real cocktails, real ingredients, really good. New Zing Zang full-strength canned cocktails. Legendary taste, legendary day. Always ready. Go to ZingZang.com to find where to buy. Please Zing Zang responsibly. Whether you're looking for a date night at the Dominion or a light meal while shopping on the weekend, stop by Tai Lao Orchid at the Dominion. Just five minutes north of the shopping center, Tai Lao Orchid's Vietnamese options are great for dinner or lunch, serving up staples from curry and noodles to the house special Nam and Seafood Lovers steamed clay pot. They're open weeknights from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. and noon till 9 on Saturdays and noon to 8 on Sundays. That's Tai Lao Orchid at the Dominion, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. Are you moving around the greater San Antonio area? Choose the storage experts. Tiger Moving and Storage. Whether you're moving an office or the whole family, Tiger Moving and Storage offers container drop-off and delivery with efficient, prompt, and cost-effective service. To learn more and to secure your portable storage container today, go to ChooseTiger.com. Tiger Moving and Storage, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. All right, back here on the Sports Grind. Calvin Casey, Jonas Clark producing. Mr. Sands spin the one and twos in this R&B Friday. All right, and this next segment is going to be sponsored by Tiger Sanitation. If you're looking for a job, they're always hiring. Great company to work for. They do a lot of stuff for the community and surrounding areas. That is Tiger Sanitation, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. Um, yeah, definitely getting... Um, some comments, funny comments coming in here on live. Let's see who's that. Is that Anthony? Uh, who's that? This is probably Cheetah. Oh, no, and, that's oh, SB, San SB San Antonio says probably Cheetah and ATL, a little more upscale than Magic City. I met Ludacris there, laugh out loud. But see, the Cheetah, like the real Cheetah one, is that you hear a lot of people talk about over the years, has been the one in New York, the one I've known. I didn't really know that because when I think ATL, I think, you know, Magic City. So the whole upscale, but you regard, I've never been, I mean, 
I've never really been a big strip club person. I mean, I went through a phase like when I was 18, 19, and I always looked older. So I could just go in during the day. But I, it was just the curiosity to sit there because I can never entertain, you know, giving a chick, you know, $20, $30 a pop. And send her. I mean, I'd rather take that to a dice game and see what I could do with it. I know I had one guy. Don't want to put him on blast, but I know people that know me listen to the show know what I'm talking about. But I had one I would say, you know, he was a pretty much a mutual friend, but he was cool. He part of the car crew and all that. Um, he'd get paid like every two weeks. He would wait to get his check every two weeks. And he would just cash it and go straight to the strip club. And it got to the point where he would bring flowers to a certain girl. And finally, somebody had to tell him, crew, like, hey, man, you know that they don't really like you, right? You know that this is nuts. I'm just thinking, like, everybody got their addictions, but I'm like, I just couldn't see it. But anyway. But yeah, I saw. I Jonas got to show me the video uh, during the break. Um, yeah, Dejounte, that's at least about two hundred racks. He's he's got about two hundred thousand fisted up. Somebody in this crew's taking a picture. That's another thing. Normally, you don't want people with cameras and stuff. Um, you know, you are an NBA. I understand living up there. You're still a brand there. Uh, but no, he was definitely looked like he was having uh, a good time there. You know, definitely different. Um, probably didn't even partake in that down here for the most part. Anthony Herrera said there's no local public clubs or spending stacks at. Hey, yeah, I hear you. I hear you. Um, But back to that deal before we move on. So, yeah, that's going to be, you know, and I know, you know, a lot of people are asking, you know, what is, you know, Brooklyn, uh, you know, like Anthony's also checking in, said Brooklyn seems to have done all they could do to accommodate KD in a large market. What can other teams not on his list do to appease him? Good question. I know I didn't answer my man yesterday's uh, question in regards to KD going to the Heat, um, the chances of that, which I still think are pretty good chances uh, for Miami to land KD. But to answer Anthony's question, it's I don't know about appeasing him, really. I mean, it's one of those situations that, you know, a grenade was, you know, was pretty much dropped on Brooklyn's team and they blew it up for Katie and Kyrie. And now they're having to pretty much start over. Now, the other reports today saying that they have no intentions of trading Ben Simmons. Now, to me, if somebody really wanted Ben Simmons, I mean, I don't know. I don't see how you say he's not tradable, but that's what they're saying. But my point is to kind of Anthony's back to Anthony Herrera's point is you can't you see that. And there's other GMs lining up to try to make a deal to get Kevin Durant. Even though you see, even whether you want to say it's all his fault or not, it started with Kyrie, but you see what Brooklyn just went to. And that just shows you sometimes the pressure of GMs and teams to try to get that chip, to try to get in that championship because there's so much money involved. But I don't know if it's really about teams, other teams trying to appease him. It's just, you know, he's working with his manager. I think Brooklyn and Sean Marks, I think from all the reports, I kind of believe they're looking at what's going to benefit Brooklyn more. You know, yes, you want to accommodate KD. Superstars get really what they want in the NBA. Like, if he's – they they're not. I will bet you a dollar to a donut. They're not trading him somewhere where he doesn't want to be. I mean, that that's my opinion. I could be wrong, but I don't think he's going to get shipped to somewhere he doesn't want to be. You know, it might not necessarily end up being Miami or the Suns, but it'll be a team that he eventually agreed to. That's what I think. But when you look at it, why a team like the Timberwolves might decline that package, and you asked, is it is it a Carl Anthony Towns or is it the picks? Could it be KD? Could KD's uh, ad- you know whimsical 
I want to compete for championships. This isn't working out for me anymore. Could that be the factor why a team like the Timberwolves might not want to pick him up? Because you don't know. Looking at what Brooklyn did to put this all together for him, and he got to play general manager role. And we talked about the comparison the other day about LeBron James to KD. LeBron plays out his contracts, as a Sports Illustrated writer pointed out. Mm. He, he sticks around even if he makes a mess. He's responsible for seeing it through and being able to stay and help recruit other people. KD comes in and makes a mess and then wants to bolt because he doesn't want to take care of it. So could Minnesota be worried that he's going to come up? They're going to have he's going to say, "I want to move these pieces." They, they uh. they're going to they're going to bend over to his will, or they won't want to, and then he's going to become disgruntled because they don't want to trade no, pieces. I- and now they're stuck I, with KD. I don't think this that's the case so much. I see what you're trying to say, but I don't think that's the case. Because first of all, I think this is KD's last stop. And I think he knows that. That's what I think. I think it's his last stop. But I think also KD would look at Minnesota. And I don't think KD would be entertaining signing off that. Because he looks like Minnesota's front office never won anything. I mean, yeah, there's some young pieces there. But I, I'm trying to win. Like, you go to my – there's a reason why he named Miami. Pat Riley got a fist of them. Fist full of them. You know, Coach Bowles got a few of them. It's it's a pedigree there. There's a reason why Phoenix. Now, they haven't won one, but that relationship between him and Monte Williams is very, very strong. You know, and I think part of Katie was like, hell yeah, let me try to get Chris a ring. Speaking of Paul, you know, uh, but we'll see. Again, I just think it's going to play itself out. I don't think Brooklyn's really in a rush. I don't think they have to rush, but, you know, it is what it is. Also, um, Switching gears a little bit, uh, National Football League. Uh, one of the news is that sur- the news that surfaced today, uh, Roger Goodell. Okay, uh, Roger Goodell made it known that the NFL ticket, which is on Directv, Directv has had it on lock for decades. It's the only that's the one thing that blew up Dish Network. If they lost the if they lost the ticket twenty years ago, Dish would have went under. But they had a they first of all there was loyalty side from the NFL and DirecTV kept cutting them checks. But Roger Goodell says today that the ticket could be moving to a streaming service. Now I'm assuming he's talking about Amazon, right? Because you just did a big deal with Amazon. You got Herb Street going over there to do play by play. You jacked Al Michaels. You wouldn't be getting in bed with two different streaming companies, would you? I don't think they'd be worried to, but I think that CBS um, with Paramount Plus might be the one you look at because I think NFL Network and and, and CBS are uh, Viacom company together. Um, at that point, that's where that would go because they have Sunday Night Football, uh, the CBO, the CBS like uh, football over there on Paramount Plus. I don't think that's a a far stretch. Still haven't downloaded Paramount Plus, man. I've been trying to get on to that Making a Godfather show that's on there. Uh-huh. And it's the one one that, for some reason, I haven't figured a download or waiting on AC to download. But that, it's crazy that you said that about that because I'm thinking Paramount. That's the one I want to download for the that movie about the Godfather. But the making of it, about the director. But I'll tell you this. Um, I, I don't know if I like that. I mean, to me, I had the ticket one year. And that's it. I've actually thought about basically going back to it because other than the ticket, there was no reason for direct TV, in my opinion. I've always wanted the cable service, even when we had Time Warner down here, but the NFL would never, ever. I mean, you know, even when Spectrum bought out Time Warner, they offered them their every package there is except the NFL ticket. But Goodell putting that out there today is going to happen. 
I mean, it's just what it is. I mean, the NFL is finding ways. They are adapting with technology, and they're finding ways to keep having the registers, cash registers ring. So, like I said, they the Mike L Mike Al Michaels wasn't cheap. Herb Street has been really the college face of college, but he, he's teaming up on there. So they're really lining up in this whole thing, trying to figure out which way they're going. So that came across my radar. Also, Cowboys. Supposedly, the odds on favor. To land Julio Jones is the Dallas Cowboys. Now, this has come out of left field for me, in my personal opinion. I mean, you know, first of all, do they need him? But you look at it, they lost Amari Cooper. They lost uh, Wilson, which I still don't understand that. It makes no sense to me. Um, so, and, and I've said it a number of times that I don't think on paper they're as good as they were on their last game losing against the 49ers. I know I love the guy. I know he's Mr. Roll Tide. He's a future Hall of Famer. But what does Julio have left? Does Cowboys Nation want Julio Jones? I mean, Julio. I mean, the course, you know, Dak there. Because to me, all eyes for me, if I had to put my money on somebody, I would say the Colts. Because of Matt Ryan and, and you know, them to finish their career together, both of them. I can see that. Dallas, when I saw that report this morning, I'm like, uh, the favorite to land him? And then I started thinking, do they need him? And if you're Julio Jones, I would think that you really do want to go to a team that is really that close. And I think Dallas took a step back a little bit this offseason because I've been thinking the last couple of years they've been close. They just need the right coaching um, and Dak to kind of get healthy and stay healthy. And to get a season where both sides, the offense and defense, is on the same page. But I think they've taken a step back. Um, so I don't know if Julio at his stage of his career is really going to – would really choose Dallas. I would be surprised. If you, if you had an opportunity to go to the Colts, who are going to be some people's favorites, because I think you're going to have – Buffalo is going to be a, a overwhelming favorite for everybody's Super Bowl pick. And I think that next tier – you're going to have some people out there that has drunk the Kool-Aid of Matt Ryan and this Colts roster, and you're going to have people put that tier of the Colts, a Super Bowl contender. Um, you know, so to me, I just feel like if it came down to it, if I'm Julio, I'm probably going to choose the Colts because I think the Colts roster is probably right now a little bit more ready. It's not even sound right. But there, it's it's closer to being ready for a title run instead of the Cowboys. Now, the the connection everybody's making is a Dan Quinn connection because the relationship between Dan Quinn and Julio Jones is supposed to, and I didn't know this, is supposed to be very tight. You know, supposedly at the end of the game when he was at Atlanta, they lost. I don't know if it was the Super Bowl, whatever, but Julio stood up and said, hey, this man's done a lot for us. He's taken us a long way. So a lot of people have him as a betting favorite because of that relationship for Dan Quinn. And maybe Dan Quinn, even though he's the defensive guy, maybe he is trying to recruit Julio. I just don't know what Julio would have left. I really don't. I really don't. Um, even if you got him for cheap. You going to add something? What are you going to say? Yeah, I, I just think that he's reliable hands at that point because there's there's a lot of potential still on the Dallas uh depth chart. A CD, what can he do? Michael Gallup coming back from injury, James Washington coming over from Pittsburgh. That's all interesting. Okay, so all that stuff you I mean all that stuff you just read off, do you need Julio? Do they need him? Again, a reliable target. 
But aren't you? I think, stunned, I think but that aren't you look you stu- at like um, I look. I think you look at this is a cheaper replacement for Amari Cooper. I think Cooper's ha- at a better point in his career, obviously younger. But I feel like it's just that the ca- the the craftiness to get open, get available, and then catch the ball when you need to move. But I just I think don't that Julio know it. still has that in the tank. His feet, man, his feet and his his hamstring situation. I I just don't know. Yes, if he's one hundred percent healthy, yeah, I think Julio could have a few good years left. But I don't think that's the case. But I mean, my point I was to say, you run the risk of stunting growth on the receiver side too. A guy like Julio is gonna is a very dominating figure coming into that locker room and that offense. It's very quickly that Dak could sit there and say, you know what. I'm going to try to build some chemistry. That's Julio. That's a future Hall of Famer. But when you got a Gallup that's coming off an injury, you really don't know. C.D. Lamb looks like he's going to be in 10-year, 12-year, you know, first team all ballot all pro. It looks like that. So I won't say too much to stun his growth. But if you talk about, you know, Gallup has never been able to hit his stride. And maybe, and you know, I think they picked up a couple rookie receivers during the draft. They got some other guys probably looking out in the practice squad. I just think that maybe stunts the growth. At that position, but we'll see. But, but could it be a veteran mind that also helps that, that that's been at the top of the game? I mean, when you look at he he ran off from 2014 to 2019, he was a Pro Bowler with a couple of All Pros in there. It's almost it's almost like having a wide receiver coach in the room as well that can all that can go out there and but contribute see, on you, the field. When you present it like that, that's what I'm saying. I don't I don't I'd be surprised if Julio, you know chooses them because I think Julio's not trying to really be if he's going to do what it takes to get ready your body ready to play on Sunday at his age and the pounding he's taken you're not really trying to spend the last few years trying to worry about mentoring and doing this but he has they 28 to 3 28 to 3 was what is on his mind Matt's mind and they want an opportunity to try to find a way to ever get to that that's why I'd be surprised if Julio chooses them 1-800-707- 9760. Also, um, hey, there's more detail. Well, not so much details, but we got dollar amounts now for old Vince McMahon. You know, we brought him up a few weeks ago on the show, and I know the wrestling, like, damn, Calvin, you dogs about wrestling. The one time is negativity. Well, they used to do that to soccer all the time in this country. You know, there was 20,000 people riding at a soccer game. Though that, that was back in the day, like in the 80s. The only time they even talked soccer was when somebody got a ride. So, yeah, I'm one of those. WWE, I don't like wrestling, but Vince. The founder, the face of it, what, $12.6 million in hush money? To four women. Now, are these women that worked in the, the company of uh, the WWE company in the Vince McMahon empire? Or are these just regular women that he's come across here? Are these like former women, you know, office manager wrestler or whatever you can answer that when we get back you listen to the sports grind broadcasting here from the hazel sky online studios we'll be back